<laughs> Can we talk about page 86 where I get dirty from head to toe? We're <laughs> yeah, because we're cutting that out. Wait, what if you get the Blu-ray and it's got bonus features and he is dirty from head to toe? Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Snow in Southtown Christmas Podcast. My name is Mike. With me is uh, Rustifer. Hi, I'm Rustifer. <laughs> Apparently. Yes. Thanks, Atlanta. And uh, you can find us at snowinsouthtown.com and reach out to us at snowinsouthtown at gmail.com. And uh, today's episode theme is terrible, awful Christmas movies. Stinky. Yes. Um, so... It, you are hearing this around November 21st or 22nd, and we just want to give you a heads up that we will have a bonus episode coming your way with Thanksgiving songs. So, uh, you know, maybe probably the day before Thanksgiving, check out our feed and you will have uh, some songs that we pick for you for like a Thanksgiving mix. And we just talk a little bit about them. And so you can, you know, listen to that. Put it on while you're, uh, you're stuffing your turkey. Yeah, cooking. You know? yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah, something like that. It's good stuff. Lots it's of good, good. music. Yeah, it's good music. It's good. Um, I do also want to say that on Black Friday, um, Vista Blue, my band, we are putting out an album. It's, it's actually relevant to our podcast. Uh, because last year, Rusty introduced me to the wonderful John Waters Christmas album. And mm. you can go back and listen to that episode from 2020. And um, I told him back then that, you know, unfortunately, we had kind of already recorded our Christmas stuff um, and that I wish I could have covered some songs. And I put it on my list of things to do for this year. And we did it. So, uh, in fact, I mixed it tonight. And it's done. <laughs> it's finished. And awesome. uh, I'm pretty happy with it. We did four songs from the John Waters Christmas album. And it's a Vista Blues John Waters Christmas album tribute on Black Friday early that morning when you're out shopping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it will be available on the Bandcamp and and yeah so john waters christmas tribute by pretty my cool band. yeah uh so we're having fun we got some fat daddy of course and then uh some other i won't tell you the others so but i'm fat daddy on that ep you're santa claus yeah so okay so we are here to talk about some awful christmas movies unfortunately <laughs> we are uh last week we talked about awful christmas songs be sure to if you want to be bummed out and you know disappointed go back and, and listen to that um and but we're before preparing we some thanksgiving yeah right but before we get into some movies we're going to go to our friend tommy who you guys know likes to tell us some fun christmas facts um and he is here to tell us about roller skating to mass in venezuela take it away hey guys uh so in caracas they've got this thing going on uh they they rollerblade to mass this is in uh, venezuela and what they do on christmas morning they put their rollerblades on and they skate uh, to the church for mass. Uh, and what happens is the government actually shuts the streets down until about eight in the morning. So everybody can get on their rollerblades and zip on over to mass. Uh, and so it's kind of cool. Uh, and it's very, um, green and environmentally conscious. I mean, people aren't driving and going crazy. They're on their rollerblades and not to mention it probably looks pretty cool. So there you go. That's what they're doing in Venezuela at Christmas time. Rollerblading to church. I dig it. Hey, hey, what, what you should do, keep those bells jingling. Thanks, Tommy. Uh, I like, I like to really think cool. of Tommy as the traveling Mac of our show. Rattle <laughs> Rock. 
<laughs> I'm gonna tell my kids that we need to roller skate on Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, you know, because that's that's what we do now. Um, so yeah, so yeah, thanks, Tommy, so much. We have uh, look forward to hearing from Tommy as we keep going in the season. But now we must go ahead and talk about some uh, awful Christmas movies. <sighs> I have we have saved I've saved my M&Ms and Kit Kats from last week. Oh and, yeah, because uh, I need something to get me through. I have another Shiner Christmas cheer. I'm avoiding coffee altogether again because I might need a little something extra <laughs> to get through this. Uh, I bought you three guys, more bags for this. There week, you go. So. <laughs> you guys are quote unquote friends. Um, last week we knew we weren't going to get out of. Uh, Talking about Christmas shoes, right? Mm-hmm. And this one, I kind of had a feeling that that if I put this up there, you were going to pick it. Um, and you know, over the summer, our summer, our Leon Day episode, we covered the sort of Christmas story uh, sequel that very few people even know about. Uh, mm-hmm. Bob Clark directed, right? And it was called um, My Summer Story, or It Runs on the Family. Um, and so once that happened and that sort of became our thing, and of course I do have a band called Ralphie's Red Riders and we write songs about Christmas story. Um, you know, I went ahead and I put a Christmas story too. So like the actual now new sequel, I guess that kind of ignores the summer story. We put that on the list along with surviving Christmas, home alone three, (laughs) Tyler Perry's a Medea Christmas (laughs) yeah, and jingle all the way part two. And once again, this was the biggest blowout of all. This one got 45% of the vote, A Christmas Story 2. A Christmas Story 2, the official sequel. The timeless tradition continues with all your favorite characters. Randy. Zerg's minions are everywhere. I just can't trust that son of a... Ralphie's best pals, Flick and Schwartz. Oh, here we go. I'll fight. Mom. Pete said no. I heard you sniffle. And the old man. It's a clicker! Um, I'm actually, I'm actually happy with uh, our friends for this one. That they probably so you, the- you wanted it. You wanted to go ahead and just I do think it? they, they picked the best of the worst. Yeah, the best of the worst. Okay, so Home Alone three got twenty percent, and I don't know why. I can't. I don't remember anything about Home Alone three. Uh, I think they just thought it. that was funny. Um, yeah. Jingle All the Way Part two got fifteen percent, and that one I can actually like stomach. Uh, Never then- even seen the first one. Right, right, yeah, because that was what you were saying. Is I might have to actually watch the first watch one. The first one. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I guess just like uh, probably like a few votes each for uh, Tyler Perry and uh, Surviving Christmas. Um, Surviving Christmas, of course, was the, the Ben Affleck one that that came out and was announced uh, right at the same time as Christmas with the Cranks, and so they couldn't use their skipping Christmas because it would have confused dumb people. Uh, yes. And so that one's most famous for that, but it's like also Malcolm really bad. <laughs> it was also a really bad movie uh, so I have these M&M snowflakes that are, are amazing unlike the movies that we're going to talk about and so here's a Christmas story part 2 from 2012 five years later Ralphie has his eyes fixed on a car but trouble is sure to follow so instead of his Red Rider BB gun of course he runs a car I'm not a car person so I can't even tell you what the car is can you? Mm, no old car. car old car uh, it looks nice this one has 3.3 stars on IMDb, and of the ones we're going to discuss tonight, it's the only one that IMDb agrees with a bad movie. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. As far as stars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I think it's the best of the bunch for tonight. I think it's the best Like, of you would watch it again, like, over the other two? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, probably me too. I guess, yeah, if I had to pick one, definitely, yeah. 
Yeah, this one's fine. <laughs> so, it, so day. my question is to start: if you didn't yeah. know anything about the first movie, Gene Shepard, nothing. Yeah, is it okay? Like, is it an okay movie? For it, yeah, it's it's um, it's one of those TV Christmas movies that's if you're just you know sitting around and you're like oh, put on a Christmas thing, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Like, so Randy's not bad. They got the actor who and, plays Randy is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I Daniel like Stern. I mean, I like Daniel Stern. I like, so. Yeah, Daniel Stern does good. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you remove yourself from the greatness of that movie that we all love. Right. I guess you could watch it. Um, and in it's fact, fine. we had a couple people uh, comment on Facebook that said, you know, that, same, that they, they realize it's awful, but that they like they like watching it. You know? so, yeah. That's what we do at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you want an idea of what kind of movie this is, just look at the director and here's here's the things he directed. Problem Child 2, <laughs> Beethoven, The Flintstones, Jingle All the Way, uh, The Flintstones and Viva Rock Vegas, and Snow Dogs. Who what's this guy's name? I didn't write it down. Brian Levine. Okay. Levine. Yeah. Yeah, so he did all those big nineties style, you know, bad kids movies. Um, I didn't even know that. I didn't realize that. And this is uh, this is you know some of those others are bigger budget like the Flintstones or even Beethoven, but right. but this is like a TV made for TV version of those kind of things, so it's even lower budget. But it's yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's not good, but it's not it's not as offensively bad as some of these other things. Right, that we're going to um, talk about later. So the kid that plays Ralphie, I don't think he's a good Ralphie. Knowing what we know about Ralphie, like I just don't think he's a good Ralphie. Um, is Brain Masters. Now, this is between two things I really like, which is uh, Men of a Certain Age and then uh, 112263. But he has small parts in those. So, mm. you know, it's not really like he doesn't really have an impact on those. But I just really like both of those shows. Yeah. Um, and here he's like carrying it. And I don't, I don't think he's up for that. Or at least yeah. or whatever the director is telling him to do. I don't think he's up for it. Yeah, he's a to me. He was a charming kind of guy, though. Like he, uh, if you're if you're not thinking of little Ralphie and what little Ralphie might have grown up to be, right? He's of kind course. of a charming teen. He's a good uh, actor. Yeah, the good smile. Yeah, he's a you know handsome young lad. He's a, I, I kind of <laughs> like him. Yeah. Now, my guy Flick was in one of my favorite movies of all time, Green Room. Uh, he is. Oh, the, he was. Yeah, he's the promoter who sends them to the to the ill-fated oh, wow. show. Yeah. Okay. Remember, because he, he, his show kind of falls through, and they're playing yeah. at like a Mexican restaurant. He feels bad, uh, so he sends them to his cousin's uh, bar out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, wow. so I like him. I like Flick. Uh, yeah, and so of course you get what you expect, like just rehashed jokes. Um, fortunately, though, oh, like, as much as I would have thought. Well, but fortunately, like, they don't bring us to the Bumpus's house. Yeah, that's I'm the very thing I was thinking. It's like, yeah, we don't have to see the Bumpuses in this one. Yeah, I was very thankful for that. But like, yeah. you know, look, uh, uh, Flick gets his tongue stuck again in some yeah. in some other way, you know. And uh, yeah. they, oh fudge, you know, the ranger falls on the car. Oh fudge. Uh, so yeah, I mean, they definitely rehash some things. You know? Oh, the uh, the the whatever the heating system in the house, right? The yeah. dad fighting with that. Yeah, um, but. To me, it really just like it goes off because we lose focus on the family and things that they're doing around the house to celebrate Christmas. Because even though it's kind of still like that, it's just too much like leaving the house for me. Mm -hmm. There's like so many other like locations and people and 
Um, even the storylines, like in the original, the storylines mostly sort of involved the, the family, right? And maybe some school stuff or whatever. But like, yeah. And this one, man, it's like we see the whole community. We meet the butcher. We, you know, it's like everybody. Um, and it, it just I, they can't. I don't think they can keep it together. You know? yeah, he's at work a lot and stuff like Too that. Too much. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it doesn't work for me mainly because of that. Uh, but I do like you know they're gonna work for at Higby's like. Yeah. Higby's I mean part. they're at Higby's. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So what do you think? I think I think the movie it makes a certain kind of sense. I mean I don't. It's it's one of those things where, you know, the real answer is to not do a sequel. <laughs> of course. But if you're doing one, I don't know. There could be a bit. There's certainly a better version of a Christmas story sequel to be made somehow. But to me, this one is better than uh, the summer story. Oh, it's or, yeah, much yeah. better. Yeah, I would never yeah. watch that one again. I'll watch yeah, this one again because that I've seen one it like three times probably. Yeah. yeah, the other one seems pointless. This one looks like okay, a kid might like it, or like you know, it seems fine. We say the number one thing I hated about this movie like i've tried to ima- uh, imagine what it would be like without it is the the score just Ooh, the yeah. music was just over the top in your face you know just begging you to laugh or have fun yes yep it, and sometimes i would sit and watch the scene and i would say what would this be like if either the score were gone or if it were more subdued and I thought, oh, this could be an okay, this might be an okay scene. And really, I mean, I, I wish I could watch a version without it, because <laughs> I might actually enjoy it. It's just so, this this chaotic, <laughs> over-the-top score it drove me crazy. It's my number one complaint about this bad movie. <laughs> and there are a lot. I mean, I have a lot of complaints. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that would be it. It, it also, to me... Um, for as much that they did, mm-hmm. they sort of, I don't know, they got kind of limited and they got kind of boring, like in the middle, like, yeah, because they tried to do a whole lot, but there wasn't really enough there to make a movie out of it. Um, no. And so, and then I don't think the, the, in the first one, I think they do such a great job of tying up the loose ends. I don't think they do that here. Um, you know, I guess we can spoil a movie from 2012. I don't know, but like. What did you think? Uh, so I get why the mom, the mom, because I was the fish, right? But mm-hmm. what isn't it disappointing that oh, there was yeah, no turkey? Yeah. Like, it, shouldn't there be a turkey? And also, it was disappointing that the mom did that, and I don't know that she. Uh, I don't know what it was meant to show, other than she's right. Who other than she's loyal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But right, but, but in the end, right in the bigger picture, right. What is it saying, right? And and when he first mentions, he says something like that was that was a secret that I wouldn't learn for years. And it's not until like twenty minutes later that we learn what he even means when he says that. And so we're just confused initially, going, "What is he talking about?" <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, was that at, about the fish? Yeah. Or are you talking about? Um, well, at first he says something like, "Yeah." I can't remember exactly when it came up. He was like, "Yeah, that was a there, there's a secret that I wouldn't learn for years," and I'm glad. Yeah, I remember I that did. part, but I don't remember what it's about. The fish, yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. And he said, "And I'm glad I didn't." And it's like, it's this meaningful thing, except we don't know what the meaning is yet. <laughs> and so it's just bad 
screenwriting because it's like they're putting a impactful line in a place where there can be no impact because we don't have enough information and we won't get it until much later when we may have even forgot he said that line (laughs) and i'm only paying attention because i'm having to watch it because you watch for a podcast right um i do want to say before i forget because it's relevant here but today as we recorded this today on november 12th um you know just just to let you know the uh, new Home Alone sequel came out. Did you see that? <laughs> I heard some whisperings about it. I didn't know. So I'm going to watch it tomorrow. It's called is it a sequel Home... or a reboot? No, it's a sequel. Home Sweet Home Alone, I think is what it's called. It's on <laughs> okay. Disney Plus. So I'm going to watch uh, it tomorrow. Okay, it's a Disney okay. Plus thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so I just had to get... I wanted to say that earlier. So, okay, but uh, today, I we talked about uh, last... Well, oh, gosh, I don't know, two weeks ago or something. Yeah, two weeks ago. I said, I hope you have your Thanksgiving turkey. Mm-hmm. And again, we're recording this super early at this point. So this is November 12th. I'm not a maniac. Okay. Uh, but <laughs> yesterday, November 11th, I still did not have my turkey. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I hadn't, like, they, they are. They're kind of running out. I hadn't found one at, like, a price that I wanted. But so yesterday, I found they were 49 cents a pound. And they had, like, 10 of them. So I, so I finally got our Thanksgiving turkey. Everybody, you can, you know, yeah, we got Yay. So, but, okay, so that goes back to this movie. He walks out. He doesn't pay for a turkey because do you remember the price? Five cents a pound? 40. 40 cents a pound. 40 cents a pound. I paid 49. So that was a lot of money. I think that was kind of a lot of money. For 19, whatever it was. It would be 44, 44. 44, yeah. yeah. Um, Now, you know, that was well. I mean, I think mostly they're like, right now, I don't know, what, $1.29 or something? Um, And I was telling my wife, you know, Usually I can find them for like seventy nine. I was like, sometimes it's like fifty nine. I, I just told her like a week ago. Um, but yeah, so I found it for forty nine cents yesterday. That was Kroger, man. Great deal. <laughs> it's probably like the worst turkeys ever or something. They're probably like, <laughs> they're probably like disobedient turkeys, like, sick well, turkeys. Like, yeah, yeah. But and it, yeah, I just thought that was funny that like I got that and then I watched that movie that night and it was forty cents. Um, I like the idea of disobedient turkeys. Disobedient turkeys. These turkeys just don't know how to listen. And so I felt that was just so far removed. I understand that his thing in this in this movie was the money, the money, money, right? But like that character is going to get the turkey. He's going to turn the turkey down. Yeah, that character. Yeah, he's the one who's going to nibble early and all the rest of it. Yeah, he's not going to turn it down for the price. No, you're right about that. I don't like that. And that's why, like, at the end, like, I get why. Yeah, I get I get that, like, she's showing her loyalty to him with the fish. But, like, I felt like there should also be a turkey. Like you said, you guys keep two. Like, because sometimes you want one before things. Like, <laughs> right. Look, man, you like turkey. You, you you know, you make sure you have turkey around the holidays. And so. Yeah. I just can't believe that there wasn't a turkey. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. It's just like with the Charles Grodin one. It's hard to do this dad, apparently. Apparently, the other actor from the first movie just knew how to nail it right uh because it's not it's not always angry which is what a lot of what daniel stern did in this one which is constant over-the-top anger yeah he's very rarely angry actually yeah yeah in the first one he's just more like a dad who's just more like he gets annoyed easily he just wants to read his paper he's 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 more jolly and like he rolls his eyes. He just kind yeah. of lets things go. Like, he's I don't a, know what he's a dad. Right. You know, he's kind of a, not typical, but like traditional or stereotypical dad. But in the two sequels, this one and the Charles Grodin one, they, they made him more just over the top. Yeah. It's cranky. Like a yeah. yeah. They misunderstood what made the other guy good. 
the old man. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there's this one. And so, sometimes they got it right. I think the ice fishing, I think that was correct. Like, yeah, I that think, was much better than the fishing fishing. And the other yeah, 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 yeah. I think him saying, I'm going to save some money and go ice fishing, you know, take take away the turkey part. And just this idea that he's got this idea that he wants to go ice fishing and catch his own fish and that he's going to do it. And it's, you know, here's how you do it. That that sounds about right for the the real character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But the fact that it came because he didn't want a turkey, that's too much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, what'd you think of the money situation? Cause I'm going to ask about money later, oh, <laughs> but what'd boy. you think of the money? Situ- you thought that was, did you find that to be realistic with the, would they need 75 or 80 bucks or something? Well, I was wondering, like he had the impression that he was going to jail, which is not how it works. <laughs> There's no, it debtors. doesn't work that way. There's and, no and, debtors and, prison in America. In and the guy didn't even insinuate that really. Did he? No. Well, I guess he did. No, he did. He said something about... He said he was calling the cops. But, and I guess we assume that the kids are so dumb that they think that means he's going to jail if he can't pay 85 bucks. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. But I think if he's meant to be 15 or 16, you're not that dumb. You don't think you're going to jail. Um, I don't know what you would think would happen to you. <laughs> but Did it, they say how much money they were making at the job? No. Let's see, 1944, minimum wage. Stick at minimum wage, yeah. Uh, 353, so higher than I thought it would be. Um, it's, about, it's about what it is now. So, yeah, so I mean, oh yeah, well then they could definitely <laughs> make $85 in a week. But, yeah, but then they kept, you know, messing things up. Right, and, they were, and I don't think that's how it works either. I don't think they, I don't, I don't think they take it out of your page. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, seen, I've seen too many people who work at places like destroy the products like on purpose it's like you know like i don't i don't taking this back i don't want it and they just you know put it in a in a wood chipper <laughs> fine <laughs> you know right. the stores don't lose money no and, and i don't think they can i don't think they can dock your paycheck anyway right legally i don't i, mean, I don't i don't think they, they can fire bad. you but i don't think they can take your money as the internet says this is not how any of this works <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Okay. Anyway, yeah. So look, <laughs> IMDb says three point three stars, and I'd I'd say yeah, I'd say I'm pretty close to that, right? What would you say if you had to give it out of ten? Yeah, out of ten. Like, uh, I'd say see. four, five. You'd say five, yeah. I'd say four. It's just, it's grandma got run over by reindeer. <laughs> five out of ten. That's true. Okay. Uh, anything else? When you saw the pneumatic tube, did you think something's going in there for sure? No, I, I don't think I knew. I, I did. I, I, I did. I didn't think it would be Flick's tongue. Like I, that didn't occur. That didn't occur to me. I mean, yeah. I, thought, I guess I. Felt, I guess I thought something might go in. I said, yeah. okay, something, something's going I in think that Flick tube. I should have. I should have. I should have known. I even said it out loud. I think I said something's going in that tube. Something's going in that tube. <laughs> I, I, I want to give one compliment to the screenwriter. Okay. Who did who did the narration and sounded exactly like Gene Shepard? I it did have to look it up at first, right? At first, I had to look it up. Now, as it goes on, it doesn't keep up to me. His really, I didn't think it was like as good as it keeps going. No, huh. I mean maybe because I knew at that point. I don't know, but yeah, at first I had to look it up. Well, I knew Wait. right away because it said the guy's name at the beginning. It said you know so I can't remember his name as the as the narrator. Oh, and, no, I'm sorry, but I, I guess I'm talking about the writing. 
Like, but like, the actual, oh, yeah, the no, narration no, 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 was fine. No, no. no. The, the, the narration, he sounded just like oh, yeah. Shepard. Yeah, no, the voice was now, I'm talking about the actual talking. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I get it. My dad's, tur-, you know, that, that voice. He did <laughs> a perfect impression almost. Of his, I was very impressed. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good. The that impression, good. yeah. And that he was the screenwriter. Like, they didn't get an actor. Right. I, I'm sure he's an actor, too. But, <laughs> like, they didn't hire somebody specifically who could do a good Gene Shepard impression. Right. It was the guy who who wrote the movie. And that's so, what I thought. Yeah. I was looking, right, I was looking for, like, who's the actor that's doing the narration. And, like, on IMDb, I don't think it even lists it. Yeah. Um, no, and, a, and yeah, the, the writing itself, for the writing for the narration, I thought, was pretty accurate. I mean, too accurate. Yeah, it was pretty good. Too accurate, yeah. though, you know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, they're doing they're doing that voice. And ob- yeah, and obvious. Yeah. They're doing that tone, that style. <laughs> yeah. They should have got the singer for New Song to do it. Oh, man. It was home in Indiana. Yeah, something like Nobody that. told the old man what to do. <laughs> yeah. So I had to go to Higby's. <laughs> um, they did. I did like that they brought in some new stuff. Like, I think he goes to home in high school, right? Um, there were some mm-hmm. things like that that were, like, continued from the from the movie. that I, I like when they do that kind of stuff. Um, that I didn't get enough of in the in the other. The, it's like to me, the other movie was like in a different universe almost, you know. <laughs> right. It's like they, the yeah. other one was like, I don't want to do this again. Well, <laughs> it was a combination of repeating the same joke, but also not yeah, doing like, anything close to the original. They were going to like, like these weird stores and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah it went back so and weird. forth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but so I, I like that this one felt much more of a continuation, you know. And so. Yeah, it's a better. It's a better movie. Uh, and for a bad movie, it's fine. I laughed twice. You want me to tell you the two? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I laughed a couple of times, so I can't okay. remember. Yeah. But good. Yeah. yeah. Which ones? Uh, the first was when <laughs> when uh, they, the the woman who kind of looked like Molly Shannon, who had the baby, and they, <laughs> yeah. they, they wrapped her baby. <laughs> they wrapped the baby. I laughed at, I laughed at them wrapping the baby. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then, and then I laughed when the the mean manager guy said that he needed them to help with be Christmas elves, and they're like, "But what about the pneumatic tubes?" He went, "Ah, nuts to your tubes." Yeah, nuts to your tubes. Yep, yep. nuts to your tubes awesome. is a good one. <laughs> that was good. Uh, I laughed at Randy a couple times. There's like, man, like Randy is funny in this one. He's like, uh, yeah. sometimes he's like, "Oh, this is not going to be good," or something like that. <laughs> hey, why does Aunt Clara not send Randy a gift? She only sends things to little kids, as I guess, you know. She's like, Randy. Oh, Randy. Well, what's Randy? He's smaller than Ralphie. Oh, sorry, Randy. Yeah. Randy, I'm, that's another Tambourine Girlfriend song. Put it on our list for this season. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're Randy. Maybe it could be a Ralphie's Our Daughter song. You're Randy, and Aunt Clara sends all these, like, awesome gifts. <laughs> to Ralph. <laughs> or not awesome gifts, either way. Yeah, either way, it could be that you, as a little kid, you think that Pink Bunny's is fun. I, just, no, I, just, I assume that Randy got presents. And we just don't Clara, see them? But they just yeah. weren't uh, that. And right. he got he got stuck as the guy who got all the clothes. Right. Yeah. And what is it in this one? I can't remember. What was it? It's this a sailor, sailor suit. Sailor suit. Like a, you know... A Cracker Jack kid wears or something. Yes, I'll, I'll be honest. This was the first time, um, and and not necessarily because of the movie, but the first time in a year and a half that I nearly fell asleep on a movie at, <laughs> at, before midnight. I mean, when I watch yeah. horror movies after midnight, sometimes. But uh, yeah, but I mean, I like I woke up at four that day. I had a long day, <laughs> but uh, but still, the movie did not 
the movie lost me in the middle. We're like, and I, I've seen it a couple times before. Yeah. But it started to lose me. I made it through. I was fine. And it picks up at the end again. But yeah, I never, like it kinda, I never get. <laughs> it kind of gets a little, you know, the, the Higby's rotation, I guess, got kind of mundane for me. Yeah. I never can judge by what movies put me to sleep because I remember once I fell asleep to Return of the King. Like a oh. movie, I, movie I love. No, I, but, I never made it through that one. I think I tried two or three times. Oh, you were. But that yeah. was pre. That was when I used to fall asleep on anything. I see. I see. <laughs> you had an excuse. Yeah, no. I, but no, I, I probably... wanted to watch it. and uh, It's not the first time, but I was, I was watching it one day going, oh, God, I'm falling asleep to Return of the King. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Let's, uh, let's see your tubes. Let's see your tubes. All right. Let's move on to one of our picks. Um, we're going to you next. Yes, we're going we to Rusty's pick. Yeah, and Rusty me, did this to me. Yeah, and you know, originally this show was called Worst Movies, right? Worst Christmas true. Movies, and f- for the song, I cheated and I picked a song I liked, but <laughs> and a movie, song that no one else ever actually has to listen to. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to actually. It doesn't come it. on the radio, right? But for this one, I picked my actual least favorite christmas movie love actually this holiday season all you need hello is love actually are you seeing carols i suppose i could he's 13 good king wincesslas looked out on the feast of stephen love actually from 2003 2003 follows the lives of eight very different couples and dealing with their love lives and various loosely interrelated tales, all set during a frantic month before Christmas in London, England. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> should I? I don't know how to Oh, IMDb, 7.6 stars. People love this movie. Ridiculous. We're probably going to lose all... 2,000 of our fans right now. <laughs> but they're tricked into loving it because, the, <laughs> as you said when you were watching this, the cast is excellent. Like, you're watching this, how could this fail, you know? Right. Because everybody, it's got everybody, and everybody's everybody's good, and it's not any of their faults. Like, they all do the best they can do, <laughs> yep. given what they're given. Yep. The movie itself is just, and you know, not only is this bad to me, but this movie is offensive. (laughs) Like, because, you know, I I guess I could go ahead and just get out of the way some of the things that that make me just call it not only bad, but offensive. Like, okay. I mean, most of it's just like creepy male fantasy, right? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Like half the stories. And well, that's what it almost feels like. not real. Yeah, it almost feels like a Christmas fantasy. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But not, it's not in a good played way. like it's real. Right. Yeah, and not in a good way. Like, uh-huh. you keep waiting, like, in a more... In, in most movies, if there's, you know, if there's a guy who... And, you know, and movies are notorious for being... Having the male gaze and doing male fantasy and, you know, get the girl and all that stuff. Movies are bad about that stuff already. But even in... <laughs> your average movie you don't get the level of the world bending over backwards to give everything that men want to them without any 
no anything, no consequences, no nothing. Like, you know, this is <laughs> it, everything about it is just, yeah. I oh gosh, it's even hard. It's hard to talk about. <laughs> well, everything you're saying, but then realize that they also at the end or towards the end or whatever. That whole restaurant cheers for that guy. It's like it's the right. biggest cliche of all time. It's like the uh, subreddit that I follow. That happened, right? And so uh-huh. every story, you know, you go, oh, and then the whole supermarket, everybody cheered. You know, it's like yeah, they cheer. no, literally in the restaurant, they all cheered. Like that wouldn't happen. People would get really mad that you're interrupting their dinner. Yeah, and, you know, that's how people are. People are rude. People are angry. People don't care about your relationship with this woman, and they just want to eat and do whatever they're doing. Right, they're not going to yeah. stop what they're doing and cheer for you and give you a standing ovation or whatever because you ran in this restaurant and disturbed everyone's dinner. Yeah, <laughs> not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I, uh, you know, Andrew Lincoln is in it, and and I only knew him from Walking Dead. I only liked like the first two seasons of Walking Dead. I have not watched it in a long time, but those first two seasons were pretty good. And uh, so uh, the show that I watched on Shutter, The Last Drive-In, Joe Bob did. A Walking Dead special, I believe it's probably because like AMC owned Shutter and they probably made him do it. Yeah. Um, so it was like the night we recorded, I guess like before Halloween or whatever. Um, he did this, and so I watched it like Halloween morning or maybe the next day. Uh, and he said he's the one that said on there, you know, Andrew Lincoln was known from Love Actually, and I got really excited. I was like, oh, awesome! So I put Love Actually on like sort of right after that, and I made it to like the opening credits. Yeah. Um, in that first sitting, so like two minutes. Uh, it's all around. It reminds me of, well, no, no, this is like the airport or something. Mm-hmm. This is before even that, like where it's just like the opening. Uh, oh, the airport stuff. Yeah. yeah. Gosh, yeah, yeah I just made horrible. it through that. Yeah. Yeah, we get um, nine. We get nine eleven talk. Nine eleven. First minute. Nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, it's like because this is what two <laughs> years after. Love yeah. movie. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, so it was like, it was like when I, I tried to just took me like several times. It's like when I tried to take math in college, um, <laughs> and I made it to like, through like two minutes of the first class. And I was like, I'm out of here. And I dropped it. And then like the next semester kind of made it through five minutes of the first class and then walked out. Yeah. It took me like three tries. To take my, the only college algebra class. I had college algebra. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Um, but no, but what a cast, right? Something like I wanted yeah. to make it through. And I mean, look, Laura Lenny. Oh, yeah, she's amazing. Like if you just took her storyline and made a short film out of that, I'd probably give it like an eight or a nine out of ten. Either. <laughs> um, I, I thought like she did great. And it was like that one was unexpected. That one was like, you know, sort of real. That had the most real moment where yeah. she, was, she was with her brother and he did the thing where he almost hit her. And I was oh, like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this movie just turned into a real movie. But for like a split second. Yeah, and it's not it's not my favorite of the stories at all, but like, no. but it was just an example of like how it could have been good, right? But it was so, that's what's so weird about it. like that would have been a great moment in a real movie, but then it just right. goes back to the nonsense, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so it just makes it worse. Like anything that is good in the movie is bad because it's surrounded by all this badness. <laughs> and seriously, and look, people love this movie, and so like, yeah. I. I will say all the good things I like about it. I will because like I can see right. why I can see why you would like it. Like I can see 
I can see some moments of why people, and then I have personal reasons why I like it because there is a lot of music thrown in, and you know, I think the that's kind of fun. Beach Boys at the end. Oh yeah, get the Beach Boys. Beach, yeah, beach but like balls. even just the yeah, even just the uh, love is all around. Like even just that storyline, that's funny. That's sort of a, that thing you do kind of thing. But also like the washed up guy realizing that he's washed up, and then just like and having fun with it. Yeah, and like, hey, if this fails, it fails. But it doesn't fail, and he actually comes out on top, and he's like, awesome, I did it again. You know, I made it. So, but yeah, of course, he comes around, and Christmas comes after all for his manager. But, uh, you know, um, I, I'll get to some of the things I liked about it. But, all yeah, right. the, the, but the length, like, remember, I think I texted you, I was like, I made it through 37 minutes, and I was so proud of myself. And that's when I realized it was two hours and 15 minutes. Yeah. I was like, man, I'm probably, like, almost halfway through this movie. This is Thank good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, oh, I think at 50 minutes, I texted you. I was like, just one question. What in the world is happening in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> right. I didn't know. I didn't know it was so many stories intertwined. And um, I mean, I picked up on it quickly, but I really still don't understand, like, the uh, the writer. The movie is that the either. Jamie and the Aurelia story? Um, oh, right, right, right. If I didn't know, if I didn't know all these actors, imagine if these were actors you didn't know. Oh, right. I really wouldn't be able to keep it together. Yeah, the only way just... I could keep it together is because I knew the actors. Right, that's it. And I you're still like, oh, there's keep Martin Freeman. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> now let me ask you this, and it could be because of the version I have. When in the Jamie and Aurelia story, when she didn't speak English, uh-huh. and then when he went to her at the restaurant, did you have subtitles? No. Okay, so there's no subtitles. No, you're just meant to pick up okay. from context. That's what I thought. But I was like, man, but wait, if somebody had subtitles, then I kind of messed up. But that's what I figured. Okay. Um, so my thinking on this, okay. And if you like this movie and you're sitting there, you're listening, you're like, I hate you guys. I'm putting your zine in the fire. <laughs> free zine that you sent me. Yeah. I'm, I'm deleting all my Vista Blue and Tamarine Girlfriend digital That's files. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Hear me out. Look, if this were, if this were like, it's 2021, if this were like a Netflix thing like hey we just watched the midnight mass last month like midnight mass i love all the things that mike finnegan's doing midnight mass was not my favorite but i love his storytelling and i love the seven story the seven episode arc right and it mm-hmm. wraps it up and if this were seven or eight or even ten episodes and they could do serious character development okay then maybe i could like get more into it or yeah. or if they pulled one or two of the stories and made a, a little series out of it, right? And did sure. super major character development, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like a really in-depth study of, of these four characters or something. Like that would be even better. But like a two-hour and fifteen-minute movie on like fifteen people, yeah, where the just... stories are so thin, yeah, and but but thick with <laughs> disappointment <laughs> and horror, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's yeah, you're right. It, you could see this almost as a little anthology thing where little characters kind of come back as supporting characters maybe in the next episode or something like that. That could work if right. they had done this as the Love Actually TV show, you know? Right. Yeah, no, that's that's what I would want. I would want a Love Actually TV show. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it because it would mess it up. Yeah, you don't. Well, you don't. Yeah, you I don't, don't want really it now. need any of this. No, no. <laughs> but 
but instead of what we got, and I realize it was 2003, but like, but yeah, if you were going to do it, I think, and I, I think that there, that it's out there everywhere. I don't, I, people like the movie, but it's criticized everywhere. It's like, hey, the yeah. director kind of didn't know what he wanted to do and just kind of threw it all out there threw it, all and threw it at the wall and saw it stuck, you know? And, right. Um, so I like, I thought some of it was really funny. Like I said, the, the love is all around that song thing. That's, that's sort of that thing you do. I like that guy. And it was funny. Um, I liked there was a lot of like, weird stuff. I liked the lobster. Why is there a lobster costume? I thought that was hilarious. I don't know. And the nativity? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a one part where uh, <laughs> where they go. Uh, wait, who is Jamie? Who, oh, Jamie is is he the writer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he shows up, and but anyway, the kids start just chanting, "I hate Uncle Jamie! I hate Uncle Jamie!" <laughs> and yeah. I thought that was hilarious. I was cracking up. Mm. I thought that was really funny. Um, <laughs> I thought that the uh, the twist in the Andrew Lincoln story was interesting, but then I hated the stupid card scene. Oh God, that's the worst. That's the worst. The restaurant and the card scene were like to me just. So, to but me, then yeah, the card thing, ex- card scene is what I remembered the most when I saw it the first time, and like that's what sticks in my head as being the worst moment in the whole thing. Well, yeah. but so then I told you it also explains like SNL sketches and other things. Where to me, I I just always thought like people were memes. The yeah. NXS, the NXS video, uh, right? I didn't realize which is like based that. on the Bob Dylan video, <laughs> right? Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah, I didn't realize people were referencing Love Actually, and now something makes sense. It's, but it's not good. But yeah, that story where you know the kid from American Beauty grows up basically <laughs> and is still creeping on people with his video camera, <laughs> and he gets rewarded at the end, and he gets kissed by Kira Knightley, and. Yeah, he That's, gets kissed by her, but he's not going to have her. I mean, he's, you know. But it's, it's sort of so worse. gross. It's yeah. so disgusting. Yeah. And but wait, let like, me ask you. Do you yeah. think it's better to get kissed or, to, or, or like, I think it's almost worse. Like, I get that she thinks she's doing something nice for him. And in the movie, it's like, oh, yeah, like he's smiling about it. But like, I don't know. And he says, like, it's enough. It's enough. <laughs> That'll sustain me for the rest of my life. I wish the whole. I wish everyone would come out of their houses and cheer at that moment. <laughs> they should have, yeah. <laughs> that that just like. But here's the thing: as an audience, we're supposed to be on his side. Yeah. As yeah. the creep, yeah. the creepiest guy in the movie. Yeah. And I, you know, there's some parts where they try, where it's like, okay, he tried to kind of keep it a secret, as something he can't help, and so. <laughs> but whatever. But it's just so gross. <laughs> and yeah. uh yeah that's that's the worst that's the low moment in the movie and then yeah the guy you know the guy i mean the movie bottle rocket does the same thing where the guy falls in love with the woman who he can't speak with but at least in, I, I can't remember bottle rocket enough it's been dumb yeah it's been but that's kind of just like a male fantasy thing too like oh you know this this foreign exotic person but i you know <laughs> And then, I mean, everything. And then one where they just they just say forget it. Let's just do pure male fantasy, where they have the oh, guy yeah. who he goes, goes to, America. to America. And I yeah. keep going, what's the twist on this going to be? Where's the right. joke? Where's yeah. his comeuppance? What's going to well, happen? Well, like for, and for me, it's usually like they would be like werewolves or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. The it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. They turn into vampires and they bite yeah. his neck. Ha ha ha. Right. But no, it's just like okay, he went. <laughs> His friend was wrong. He went to America. He got, he got the, all the the hot chicks. The end. 
And that was it. They even came back. Yeah, they and came they back, came back and then another one showed up. That was a mess. Went, yeah, the one from was... Starship Troopers. Yep. Um, so even the little kid, the little kid <laughs> falls in love with this, you know, beauty who sings on stage. But just yeah, run but she likes just him. Just run after. She likes him. No, she. But but why does she like him? She already liked him. She, we don't no, she know. Didn't. That's the thing. We don't know. We right. We don't, we don't know. know. We don't know. We should have gotten likes, some. She likes it because the screenwriter <laughs> wanted to be that kid. Like, this is what I wish. Uh, this was my fantasy as a kid that the yeah. this beautiful girl who could sing these songs, and I'm this quiet little nothing, and she <laughs> likes me. Why? No reason. No reason. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason. I like to think there's that, that he's just really funny and he's in class cute. or yeah, or something. Yeah. He's done something. And then um, the, and then Hugh Grant's story was just like Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a little. I, I, I didn't mind that one so much. I thought it was that, that kind of good. I thought the Hugh I, Grant story could have been, should have been the whole movie. Yeah, they exactly. should have just made yeah. that movie. It wouldn't have been a great movie, but it would have been an yeah. understandable movie. And Billy Bob Thornton was awesome. And, and, and I laughed. Billy Bob Thornton showed up yeah. as the president. I'd forgotten yeah. that. I was like, oh yeah. That's and cool. I mean, that he did that. That role was great. I mean, that he was, was a combo was of Bill Clinton and George Bush, I guess. Yep. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was great. Uh, so yeah, all right. Here are my major issues. Okay. Okay. The I'm I'm get, I'm, I'm kind of going out of order, but the second uh, airport scene, oh god, I, I couldn't believe that. But uh, okay, <laughs> for a movie that's two hours and fifteen minutes, I think. Yeah. Good. Okay, but but mainly, there's the main problem I have with this: they didn't get everyone to the Christmas pageant. <laughs> oh, Why? you thought. Why did we do? Yeah. yeah. Why did we do? I thought that was what we were, when, I, when I saw everybody going. I'm like, oh look, they're going to the pageant. They're going to the pageant. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Only like 60 percent of the people went to the pageant. <laughs> right. <laughs> could the screenwriter not? If that's what he was doing, if that was his end goal, could he not get everybody to the pageant somehow? Because some right. of the connections were so flimsy anyway. Right. Right. Like the guy, the guy, friend, who, the, the guy, guy who went to America, and that, like that, he was like a caterer or whatever. He like, worked with, yeah, cater yeah. on the set. Some people were at the wedding. So look, these relationships are already so flimsy. The connections, right? Right. Get them all to the pageant. Just get them to the pageant. Get them to the pageant. It's well, that's not the other the thing that happens when you're asking like, what's what's happening in this movie? Because they start off as like four weeks till Christmas, and then three yep. weeks till Christmas, and yep. you're going, okay, they're giving us a countdown. <laughs> But why? Like, what? <laughs> what is at stake? What happens at Christmas? Yeah, like, to me, it was the Christmas chart. Like, I was, I was invested in that. Like, hey, is this guy going to hit number one? But right? there's a, but there's, and it has to that, happen before Christmas. Is that it? No, I mean, just to me, that was what I was invested. In. That was the only thing you could think of. Yeah, I don't it's care. Like, yeah. But like, who cares? And he's yeah. a jerk. So who really cares? <laughs> but most of them are. I mean, look, you've had a number one single, and you're no, still they're all on jerks. And, yeah, they're jerks, yeah. But I mean but, musicians. I mean musicians of that oh, age. Musicians right? are yeah, jerks. Like, well, we are. Still, right. I think these people are trying to still be in the limelight. Are probably mostly jerks, right? I mean, I don't know. I think that like, I think Mike there's Lo- enough. Mike Love. <laughs> Mike Love. I think there's enough ego there that yeah, that yeah. If you catch them behind closed doors are probably kind of jerky. Yeah. Oh yeah, sure. So I mean, I whatever. think almost anybody who who's managed to become famous is probably yeah. Know, there's got to be something about them that <laughs> some personality <laughs> disorder to begin with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and still want to hold on to that in their sixties, right? And they and they want that. And they're like it wasn't <laughs> enough when they were twenty one to, yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, the countdown to me, and then once they started talking about the pageant, then that became, I guess, it. But even the pageant, it's not going to be on Christmas. What Day. is it though? And and like, yeah. 
but right normally if you have the ticking clock in a movie it's like they you got to do this or this will happen we have no idea for any of these people what any of that means no. with the exception maybe of the the music guy and right. yeah i mean what are we worried about the pageant is the lobster going to be all right the lobster hey i like the lobster okay the lobster is my favorite it's fine. Here's the okay. Some of the jokes that were like the lobster joke, it's fine. <laughs> but some of the other ones, like okay, even the uh, Christmas is all around. That would have been funny as a throwaway line, like, <laughs> like oh, what are you recording? Uh, I'm recording Christmas is all around. What's that? Uh, we took love is all around, maybe. If they would just said that and said, but instead that would they be had funny, to yeah. act it out. <laughs> and that's the whole like beginning after the airport scene the whole right. beginning of the movie for like what felt like 10 minutes yeah because he bill, couldn't get the line right it's bill right. nye trying to sing this song and it's not funny it's tedious and just painful to watch and you're going it's a funny joke but but it's like watching the joke being acted out for 10 minutes when it should be a throwaway funny line like a one-liner almost sure yeah it's something it's, they mentioned it's yeah. bizarre yeah the other so. thing that the other thing that makes this movie maybe not work is <laughs> it's a Christmas movie that looks like something that might be played on television a lot or something like that, and that the whole family maybe could sit around and watch. But it ain't no family movie, that, right? Like, that's the other thing. And yeah. so, like, why did they do that? Yeah, like, the director it, didn't know what he wanted. Yeah, didn't know. Like, because I could see this as like a successful on the level of Home Alone, big budget. Big actors, uh, Christmas family movie about love. That sounds kind of like that. I like that for Christmases. You know that Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. They go see all the crazy things. But I get the yeah. Like I put it on TV. It is, and it's one you could put on TV. And I mean, if kids are in there, they can watch it. Yeah. Uh, We would never all sit down and watch it. Like it's not. But like, it's funny. It's got Vince Vaughn and and, yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of like my 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 daughter loves Martin Freeman from The Hobbit. I and, love Martin Freeman, and I and Martin yeah. Freeman is great. And she she, wa- she walked in when I was watching <laughs> the movie, and luckily it wasn't. It, it, it was Martin Freeman's scene where he was kissing the girl, right? Um, but she was like, "Oh, Martin Freeman, can I watch this movie?" <laughs> no, and you no. especially can't watch the Martin Freeman scenes. Right, we're gonna cut those scenes. <laughs> yes, you'll never know about that storyline. Right, you'll never. She's like, "What does he do in the movie?" And I said, "Well, he's like a stunt double who falls in love <laughs> with another stunt double." Oh, okay, that's it. That's how I explained it. Yeah. So, he's a body double. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I don't like it felt this felt like and the tone of it and the music and the look and it's got a nice Christmassy kind of like gloss to it. But but then it's just a filthy movie. So I was like, what's the point of all that? Like, who is this? Who is this really for? Who is it for? Right. It's for. Yeah. I don't know. And apparently it's for a lot of people. Like people said, love it. Because people love it. And we're wrong in this one, I guess we're wrong. Uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone. He does not like it. Uh, There are laughs laced with feeling here, but the deft screenwriter Richard Curtis dilutes the impact by tossing in more and more stories. As a director, Curtis can't seem to rein in his writer. He ladles sugar over the eager to please love actually to make it go down easy, forgetting that sometimes it just makes you gag. Yup. That was from Rolling Stone. That's two out of four stars. Two out of four. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm two out of four. I mean, they give themselves only so little leeway, you know, like <laughs> you go on one star, which is bad or two, which is average. Right? <laughs> so it's like the, do you get it's a thumbs up or throw thumbs down at that point? <laughs> right, like, yeah. What's left? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. You want to rank, the, you got anything else? Or you want to rank the stories? <laughs> Let me see if I have anything else <laughs> because I felt like I had so much to say. I know. Well, I was trying. Me too. But I was like, this is the one I took the most notes on. But then, yeah. But then you're like, I could do a whole podcast. What do you really want to say? Yeah. There's a part where it goes from like fast music to slow music, and there's a legitimate like record scratch. I think it's like. (laughs) Okay. Oh, oh, oh! It's where they're dancing at the uh, at the at the at the party. And he's like, Laura Denny, I think. And they're like, do you want to dance? And I think it's a fast song. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then it's great. And then it goes to slow. Right. I think there's a little like, I just go. so ridiculous. <laughs> so stuff like that. I could, yeah, I could talk about it for right, I think I think I'm cool with three more, saying three more things. All right. Go for it. One is. I got my m so one, one is you can tell that the scene where Hugh Grant is dancing around to jump for my love. They just wanted that to be Tom Cruise's risky business. They just wanted that <laughs> that feel. Or like Hugh Grant dancing around to a song. They wanted it to be that classic moment like Tom Cruise. Yeah? <laughs> well, you know my problem with stuff like that? What? Is that... Um, Alright, so there's a movie that I like called House of the Devil. It's okay. an indie horror film. And the babysitter runs around the house dancing. She's dancing to uh, that thick song. Um... Yeah, yeah. But so, but she has like it's in the '80s, and she has these headphones on, and so the music pumps up really loud on the screen, mm-hmm. and you get lost in it with her, right? And she has headphones on, and then of course there's a, a jolting like something that stops, and she has to take the headphones off. Like so, that, so it's great. It's a horror movie, great atmosphere. So in a mm-hmm. movie like this, though, even the Tom Cruise uh, example, I believe it's like a big stereo system, and he's in the living room, right? Yeah. But here, this guy goes room to room, and like. You lose the music, like the, like if you're ever like cleaning your house yeah. and you got your stereo like three rooms away, like yeah, you know it's there and you can kind of sing along in your head, but you're not emotionally as attached to it as you were three rooms ago. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> right. like so the so the pointer sisters are pumped up on our speakers, yeah. but there's no way they're not pumped up to him. Yeah, right where he I, is. I, I think I think we were even. I don't think that's real. Like the music was still in his head. Yeah, and, like yeah. he was so in love. Without headphones on, I don't buy it. Lewinsky, but, uh, <laughs> it's just Monica Lewinsky's story, but they made it a romance. Right, it was much more... That's messed wholesome. up. Yeah. Oh, like, I like that. Also, that he wanted to find where she lived. Yeah. And she's a former employee, so instead of like looking at documents or like files... Oh, right, right. <laughs> with limited time at his disposal, he goes knocking door to door. Right. Like it would have been really hard for him to find her address and some file somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> and right, this I'm is sorry. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and this is uh, you know, this is another movie where like there's just um, it's like an unequal distribution of power in the relationships too. Most of the time too. Like that's <laughs> you know like he's the prime minister, and she's what like the catering person. No, and... she's like a secretary or something. Yeah, I think she's in charge of catering, though, right? Oh, is she? Yeah, I mean, she feels. Oh, yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah, 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 it might be. She yeah. plays as a secretary, being a secretary, but like, but, but like, it's just that over and over. Uh, but anyway, okay. Uh, I'll say one more thing, which is <laughs> the only scene I liked. I had one. Rowan Atkinson. <laughs> yeah, wrapping the presents. Mm. Yeah, that was it. 
That was pretty good. And I'm like, this is a real movie. Suddenly it's a real movie. It's got suddenly he brings the tone you're supposed to have. It's a little goofy, silly. There's we know what's at stake. We know what <laughs> what Colonel Brandon is worried about, or you know, <laughs> uh, whatever. You know, I can't think. I never can think of his real Alan Rickman, Sheriff of Nottingham. We know, we know what he's nervous about. And so that scene worked like it felt like a real movie. Uh, and then even at the end, when Mr. Bean shows up at the end, the second scene, again, yeah, yeah, that felt it's real. like, whoa, wait, is he like magic? Is he an angel? And then I read somewhere where like there was right. a, a point where he was supposed to be like an angel. Yeah. And that uh, would have been a good movie. That's a Christmas movie. You're right. Mr. Why didn't Bean. he show up like three or four other times and save some relationship or something? Mr. Bean. Yes. he. Mr. Bean should have been the quantum leap angel. Yeah. Christmas angel who goes around. He should have made sure. the magic in America to make those girls like do or whatever. Right. You know? Something yeah. like like even that scene where the guys, you know, he's buying the <laughs> he's buying the necklace for his <laughs> again, his secretary, his secretary. His, where there's a weird power dynamic and then right. but also she's just she has she has devil horns on at one point like, <laughs> literally we can't, we can't spell out enough that she's the temptress devil they we actually <laughs> have to put horns on her. okay anyway <laughs> so he's the angel who's like he's trying to save the marriage by like saying like okay you don't really want to buy this here let me wrap this and you know finally he's going to say okay fine i'm not going to get it <laughs> and like that kind of thing throughout where like this little angel's trying to fix things. You know, kind of right. like uh what's the angel movie that's famous with Cary Grant? Um, um Angel uh, I forget. Um, Angels in America. Angel, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, Tony Kushner's Angels in America. Uh no. <laughs> um but yes. That kind of movie where he's the, the bishop's wife where he's trying to save the marriage by being an angel and blah blah blah. Okay. Right. So yeah. The Rowan Atkinson movie is a good movie. Yes. And, and even the, even the, I think the Hugh Grant movie would have been a problematic movie, but it would have been a good, solid Hugh Grant movie. Right. Like, we would yeah. watch Charming Hugh Grant. Yeah. All I'd never watch it again, and, but, but I would have watched it once. Yeah. yeah. We could have even pointed out like, you know, the movie could have been like, I'm not really supposed to fall in love with her. You know, she's an underling, et cetera, et cetera. They could have dealt with that and, the, you know. But no, they don't have a ton of time. But also his whole thing, like standing up to America, and like, like right. that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. could have been cool. Like, yeah. he united the country, and everybody was like on his side. Yeah. <laughs> right. It was, a, it was a forget you America movie. But that, yeah, that, yeah. Felt, that <laughs> felt like a real movie. Uh, right. But then, yeah, then it had to be clogged up with all this other junk. <laughs> okay, so yeah. All right, so we're going to rank the story. Let's rank it. Let's do this rank and bass these things. Rank and bass. So, and we had 10. You had 10, right? Is that, 10 stories. Okay. Mm hmm. You want to go first or should How I? How do you want to do this? Yeah, just take turns. I'm just go. I'm gonna go. No, I'm just go backwards. Ten to one. What do you think? Sure. Worst to best right. or best to worst. Worst to best. Worst to All best. Right. Okay. okay. So I got number ten. I got the Jamie and Aurelia. That's the writer guy. I okay. couldn't stand it. I, don't, I don't, never need to see anything. Number nine. I had Harry, Karen, and Mia. That's the one you were just talking about with the secretary. Mm -hmm. Number eight. I had Juliet, Peter, and Mark. That's your card guy. Okay. Um, Number seven, I had this, like this is like I could barely even rank these last four because they're all equally awful. Yeah. But the, the American, the dude goes to America, Colin. Yeah. Tony, and the American guy. Okay. So the, the so that's sort of like the bottom level. Then these these others are all kind of the same as like the better six or whatever. So six, I had John and Judy just because I love uh, Freeman, but there's not really much to the story. It is what it is, right? Okay. Same joke over and over. Uh, five, I had Sarah, Carl, and Michael. That's the Laura Lenny story. Uh, four, I had David and Natalie. That's the Hugh Grant. 
Uh, three, because they had it in here as a story. I had Mr. Bean, Rufus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, then two, I had the Daniel, Sam, Joanna, and Carol. So that's uh, Liam Neeson and the son, a stepson. Um, and mainly because the dude plays drums and he gets to play at the Christmas concert with the girl he <laughs> likes. And he's rocking the drum set. And, of course, I'm going to go with the music guy. And, of course, number one, I put Billy Mack. Because, I mean, it's just that's that's the movie I would watch. If these were each separate movies <laughs> that's funny and I had to watch one of them, I'm going to yeah. put on the one about the musician. So, yeah, yeah. Is that your last one? Is that your number 10? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. No, it's, it's near the top. Okay. All right. So you, number 10. Okay. My my least favorite, as you probably <laughs> guessed, is, is Kira Knightley and the, and the okay. creepy dude. Uh, <laughs> number nine, <laughs> for me, the same reasons, was the, the guy who goes to America. Okay. Uh, number eight was... Um, Colin Firth and his male gaze uh, with the the foreign language story. Right. Uh, Seven is Laura Linney. Um, Ooh, okay. So that's our first one we're off, like, for the echelon, for the levels here. Okay. Yeah, and my my note about that one was, it's like, it's kind of the most real, but also it feels pointless and doesn't fit. So yeah. Some of them just don't fit. The Liam Neeson one is number six. Okay. Uh, Liam Neeson and the kid. Uh... (laughs) Five is um, the one with um, uh, Harry, Karen, and Mia, the one with the devil horns. Right. Uh-huh. Uh, four is Martin. Okay, so now the last four are maybe the ones. I'm not going to say I like them, but I'm going to say right. like they don't bother me as much. Right. The, all, the, all the rest of them I just listed hate them. Yep. So, okay, number four is Martin Freeman just because, okay, cute enough, harmless. Yeah. John and Judy, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, number three is Bill Nighy. <laughs> Your number yep. one, Billy Mack. Yep. Billy Mack. At least it's goofy and fun, and it's a, uh, I guess it's a bromance story. So that's something different. True, different. Yep. Um, number two is Hugh Grant. Uh-huh. <laughs> and number one, <laughs> number one is number Rowan one, yeah. Atkinson. Look, yes, yeah, I, look, I was very tempted, but he's only in two scenes. I was like, he's only in two scenes, but yeah, I, was the like, best, I shouldn't do that. It's the best scene. I had to do it, and it's the only it's the only point in the movie that brought me any kind of joy. Yep. The rest of it, I was just in misery. Like you know, we were talking about Christmas Story too, a bad movie, <laughs> yes, but I'm not sitting there just like going, oh, stop, uh, no, uh, and just wanting to puke. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, um, I give it a four out of ten. So I'm not like I don't hate it. I give it a two. You um, give it a two. Yeah, and ma- maybe a one. Like, <laughs> and I don't. I don't give a lot of movies like twos, and certainly not ones. They have to be. Yeah, they have to. They have to go beyond just bad and into offensive. They have to offend me. Yeah, I don't give many twos. I don't give many twos or ones. Yeah, I mean yeah, three. Yeah, I don't give many. This is this is one of them though. So when you okay. said worst Christmas movies, I said I got it. I don't want to do it. I don't want to watch it again. But I but I'll do it. I'll do it for the I'll do it for the Christmas jingle, jingle bellers out there. The one oh, trust me. Riled me up. too. Trust me. Oh, wait. I mean, my pick's coming. Oh yeah. I think it's I think it's important to say that like, look, we can find worse movies. And I brought this up before. Believe me, the movies I had to watch for the horror. Co- podcast or the screeners that we got sent from yeah. like indie filmmakers like i could find worse movies oh yeah okay uh my friend nick caesar the artist who, d- who does the art for some of the art first right um he re- he always is ranking movies on his on his social media yeah and, like they just look like some of the worst movies ever like sometimes we watch yeah. them but like it's just like every day it's, what's this terrible movie that he's discovered and right you know and he gives it he does donuts it's just like one out of five donuts two out of five donuts 
Um, so we could find worst movies. I think that it's like the movies that people watch is kind of what we were aiming for, right? Yeah, and also, I mean, that's part of what makes this movie so bad for me, too, is the fact that it is, it's got such good actors, it's high budget, it's well-directed, uh, and it's popular. <laughs> of course. And, and people, so, yeah. like, if, if this were a movie that had tanked, and that everyone hates and is unanimous in saying this movie is horrible. No one should ever watch it. This should never should have been made. I'd probably like it a little better. Does that make sense? <laughs> oh, yeah. Because like, yeah. bad, the, liking bad movies is fun. Yeah. Yeah. That everyone like, knows is bad. Santa Claus every, conquers the Martians. Yeah. Everybody knows that's bad. Um, <laughs> and so you can kind of appreciate like, okay, yeah, this was a bad idea. But like the fact that anybody still likes this, it just makes me hate it more. Like, no, you should not. <laughs> You don't, don't. Sure. It's like it's like the Christmas shoes song. It's like no, you, oh, sh- yeah. you should you shouldn't like the Christmas shoes song, and you shouldn't like this movie. You know. And it makes me hate it more that you all like it. And it makes me hate it more that that anyone can take it seriously. Like at <laughs> the part where the kids running in the airport, and I, I'm like, the movie wants our hearts to be swelling right now, and it makes me so upset. That there's somebody watching it whose heart is swelling right now. <laughs> like, yep. stop. It's like when I go to, I don't go to movie theaters anymore, but when I used to go and they played the trailers and the people would laugh at the trailers that were so horrible and they're like, I'm going to go see that. And I'm like, I just hate humanity. <laughs> I had to quit going to movie theaters. It was just like, I just, yeah, I can't cope. I'm fine with not going. Man, when they put that Halloween oh, yeah. Kills on Peacock, oh, that was the best. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Five bucks. Five um, bucks. I was up that morning with a, a starting a subscription that morning. <laughs> okay, let's go. Let's go. We, this is getting long. Let's do uh, something. Okay. What am I doing? Something I'm fun? fun. Fun. Okay. We'll take a little break and do something fun. Cool? Sweet. Awesome. <laughs> something fun. So last week. I uh, I did something weird, and that was because it was uh, it was weird. It was a gingerbread Mountain Dew, and it was bad. And we kind of made it something fun by uh, these M Ms that I've just been eating right here. Oh yeah. Uh, but so all right. But so I'm going to continue with the sort of snack category here. So something <laughs> fun. You know, when you were putting up your your Christmas tree, right? Yeah. And you uh you got to put your 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 ornaments and your lights and maybe some garland, maybe some tinsel, but then you need your candy canes, right? Mm. And I don't know about you, but I've already been at Kroger and I've seen already some strange candy canes. <laughs> yeah. I, are you adventurous when it comes to candy canes? A little bit, a little bit, yeah. So like what have you what what's what, what's one that you may have bought before? That's kind of weird. <laughs> like butterscotch? I don't know. Really? I don't know how yeah. adventurous you're talking. I mean, like, look, the weirdest I've gotten is, like, the Hershey's uh, mint, like, chocolate mint, which I like chocolate mint, so I have had those. But let me tell you about some that are out this year, and maybe you go buy one of these, okay? okay. So this year, and I'll put – I have a, an article that has some, and I'll put a link in the show notes. So you can get uh, Funfetti. I've seen these. I saw these at Kroger. So Funfetti candy canes. That seems okay. Um, you can get pizza-flavored mm. <laughs> candy canes. I don't know. I don't think I would try that. You can get pickle, pickle flavored candy canes. Sounds all right. You can get <laughs> this is absurd. You can get rotisserie chicken. Uh-huh. Oh, I try that one. I try yeah, that one. I thought yeah, I thought you would like that. Yeah. Um, uh, Fruit Loops. I would try Fruit Loops. That's, that's, yeah. I would try Fruit Loops right now. I want to go find it. That's yeah, part of the me, one I'm going to give me the Fruit Loops. Yeah. <laughs> mac and cheese. I'm sure Atlanta yeah, yeah, yeah. would be all over mac and cheese. Yeah, um, that's gross. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not this one. Not me. Mushroom. Yeah. Not gonna do mushrooms. I don't like regular mushrooms. 
Yeah, right. Me either. Coffee, candy canes. I probably wouldn't like that. I like coffee. Um, bacon, of course. Yeah, it has to be bacon. Bacon. Um, what is this one? Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> this one is clamdy canes. They taste like clams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then this one, I'm definitely. I'll look for this one too. This is Oreo candy canes. Oh, I'm down with some Oreo candy. Canes. So hey, so guys, it's 2021. Stop just going out and buying the same old candy canes that your mom used to put on your Christmas tree. All right. Hey, I don't think butterscotch is adventurous either. It's not. <laughs> just... I don't like butterscotch. <laughs> right. I don't like butterscotch anything. So I wouldn't have bought that. You're, so I'm not going to have rotisserie chicken than butterscotch. So so the ones I'm going to look for, honestly, I'm going to look for Fruit Loops. I don't think I'm going to buy Funfetti. I've already seen them. I probably wouldn't. I'd eat one if somebody gave me one. I don't think I'm going to buy it. But uh, <laughs> but the other one was an Oreo. So I'm going to look for Oreo and Fruit Loops. Now, where are you finding these? Uh, well, no, this was just an article. It was on uh, tasteofhome.com. Uh, so I'm going to post it. Um, but yeah, I've seen several new ones. None of these except for uh, Funfetti, but I've seen like some other kind of weird ones um, at Kroger this year already. So. Okay. Yeah. So next time I go, I'll take a picture of what they have. And I'll send it to you. <laughs> they got some fun ones there, too. It's fun. Awesome. I don't know. It's something yeah. fun. It is. It is. You can't deny that it's something fun. Look, that was something fun. And <laughs> yeah, no one can tell you otherwise. <laughs> All right. So we are moving on to the last movie. I can't believe I did this to us. I'm really sorry. As I was sitting there watching it, I was like, I didn't have to do this, right? No one made me do this. Yeah, no one. But it's I, all you. But I did it. It's all you. So, okay, so guys, like, I mean, there's a reason why we switched. We said we were doing the bad Christmas movies last week, and then we switched it on you. And that was because we had to go in order when it comes to the song and the movie for Christmas shoes. Mm-hmm. You're five dollars and fifty cents short. Come back after New Year's, we'll probably be giving them away. <laughs> this Christmas, two families will test their faith in themselves and discover the magic that is the Christmas shoes. So here we are. This is our last bad movie, last terrible, awful Christmas movie. Christmas shoes, 2002. A young boy, you know the story, you know it. You, <laughs> you know it. the song. You know it, you love it. The young boy, a young boy tries to get a pair of Christmas shoes for his dying mother while a lawyer tries to deal with the breakup of his marriage. Yep. Oh, man. It's a tale as old as time, guys. Um, okay, so this one on IMDb has 6.7 stars. <laughs> this, this is the, if you're wondering right now, and you're like, man, I don't know these people. You know, you read these comments on Facebook, any news article comments, you like, you start to question like humanity, right? right. You're like, are, they, are people really crazy, right? Or is it just me? Well, go to IMDb and look for yourself. And Christmas shoes is six point seven stars, and that's all you need to know, it's right not there. Just okay? you. <laughs> right, uh, Rob Lowe, poor, 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 poor Rob Lowe. <laughs> like this guy, he, I love Rob Lowe. I love. He him had so to be much. punished eventually. And, and but he's bounced back. He's like totally now made this new self, you know. But but there was this period of time, guys, where Rob Lowe was doing the Christmas shoes, and apparently a sequel, the Christmas Blessing, is I think he's in that too. Um, thanks for Lowe for Rob in the early aughts. Okay, don't let anyone know that there are sequels. <laughs> be forcing us to watch them in no, yes. no time. 
Um, okay, so you know, again, it's the song. It's the story of the song. We told you last week the song was turned into a novel, which was then turned into a book. Which we're going to read next year and talk we're about. Gonna read it. We're going to move on to books pretty soon. We're That's what we should have done was a whole Christmas shoes episode. Wow, that would have been bad. That, um, that, that would have been... Oh, you're right, though. You're right. We blew it. We should have read a book. You, we do we, Oh, man, we blew it. <laughs> so this movie starts, and right away, it's, it's just hilarious. The shoes fall off the truck, okay? Yeah. And Rob Lowe picks up, like, he's just kind of moseys on over there. Like, this truck is just fine. This truck's, it's Christmas time. The truck's got stuff to, to deliver. And Rob Lowe moseys on over. He picks up the shoes. He looks at them. He looks at the truck. It's like three miles away. And he goes, hey! <laughs> right. Hey! Hey! So now he's stuck with the shoes. And the thing is, as stupid as that is, he does it again later in the movie. Later in the movie, another scene <laughs> yes. where he yells, hey, at some, at some car that's like three blocks away so yeah that's just what that character does he yells at cars that can't hear him (laughs) and he gets frustrated that they can't hear him and the first time it was like out of character anyway because that character is not the type of person who would even care like okay shoes fell off who cares I wouldn't care to be honest with you no I wouldn't go pick those shoes up it's like okay the good guy he'll he'll either come back and get it or he won't it's not my problem (laughs) Not my shoes, not my problem. Not my shoes, not my problem. In fact, he would have, that character would have backed his car out over the shoes, like over the box. Right. Driven off, and those shoes would have tire marks on them. And then later in the movie, he'd recognize those shoes with the tire marks that he rolled over. I ran over on purpose. Yeah. (laughs) Sir, I want to buy these shoes. You want to buy those shoes? I rolled over those shoes like two hours ago. (laughs) I rolled them so you couldn't buy them, in fact. (laughs) Um,. And, and, and honestly, like I remember the first time I watched this movie, Rob Lowe aside, it's pretty much what I would picture. I think it's a Lifetime movie, right? It's pretty much what I would picture a Lifetime movie of the song to be, right? Yeah. Is it a Lifetime movie for sure? I think I think so. I think it's a Lifetime. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but I mean, like, I was never sitting there going, oh, I didn't see that one coming, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's the cliche. It's, it may be the start of all the cliches that we know about Lifetime and Hallmark Christmas movies. But look, it's d- tell me if you agree. The movie's better than the song. Like, this is a better movie than the song. It's a good song. All right. I'll be honest with you. Okay. There are times where, like, the movie's okay. Um, there are times where, like, because I watch, as you know, I watch Hallmark Christmas. I just put it on and I just watch yeah, it. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Most of the time they're terrible, but every now and then I look up and, like, somebody's holding some coffee or some hot chocolate and they're like, there's some cool song playing. I'm <laughs> Selling like, you some Sanka. Yeah. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, hey, this one scene right here, this is not bad. It's pretty like, cozy. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Right. And so this movie, it, it, it's, yeah, it's not terrible at some points. I like some of the stuff about, like, uh, the Christmas concert the music teacher and how the other the mom doesn't want to go to work and so she's going to step in as the music teacher that's fine yeah. right yeah that's, that's a hallmark movie that's yeah right so i mean i don't think it's like 100 the... terrible and it is definitely better than the song right but it's still based on that song that we've already talked to you about as being just like an awful idea well what's funny about it is when you're watching it the worst parts of the movie are the parts where they had to be true to the song that's it Right. Yeah. The parts where it's like, oh, here's the lyric. <laughs> and, and like the kid, right down to the kid having to say Mr. Which Mister. that kid wouldn't say. Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> like that kid wouldn't have said that based on the way he talked, the rest of the thing. And suddenly he's having to be 
he's having to speak the words of this, this idiot songwriter who wrote this wretched <laughs> song. Bobby, because of, Bobby Newsong. Be, Bobby, be nice New Bobby Newsong. Bobby Newsong. <laughs> Bobby M. Newsong wrote this thing. But, but like, so yeah, I agree. Some of it is, some of it's fine. And I, I'm not going to say I enjoyed it, but I, I found most of it to be harmless. Right. As a film. I right. definitely liked it better than uh well actually uh, by a lot <laughs> yeah i don't know they're about the same really. um yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like like imagine right imagine it didn't have to tell the story of the song imagine right. it's like hey she gets sick or, or she needs the heart transplant she's got to go to yeah. boston and that's how this stay-at-home mom finds her place right, right. it's like she fills in for this music teacher finds right. this is what she wants to do and so the movie ends with her looking for music teaching jobs and you can still have yeah. What's wrong with that? Nothing. And you can still have right. the Rob Lowe, yeah. you know, kind of the the yeah. lawyer who's, you know, the the whole first part was just like this is just the plot of Hook, <laughs> <laughs> where it's like the, he keeps keeps missing the kid's stuff and to be a lawyer and you know eventually becomes Peter Pan. I think is what happens. <laughs> I'm remembering right. There, there's even nothing wrong with like the fact right yeah. as a movie goes of him like thinking yeah. this case is not good enough for him and then meeting the farmers and, and like that's fine I, I, look, yeah. honestly like I remember one of my first assignments when I wrote for his business magazine was like to interview some dairy farmers right. and I remember it was like oh this is going to be pretty boring right and then I got to interview and it was like I found out about this milk shortage and what they're up against and how the, right. the, the distributors basically gouge them and, and just you know lowball them and they have no choice but to sell because otherwise what are they going to do is stuck with all this milk right? right and so you know and that that opened up my eyes and i was like oh yeah i, I want to write about this i need to get the word out about this and yeah. so yeah i mean that that would be that's fine in the movie and then his wife finds her way and he and he finds his way and they're like let's stay in this house this house is fine whatever you know i don't know yeah. but then and, they and, have, like and, you said they have to stay true to the song they have to stay true to the story and they you know even the intertwining of the families they, right. they handled with a certain level of skill uh, certain level but the fact that the uh the kids walk around in his boston red Sox hat and he doesn't know that that <laughs> that's troublesome to me i didn't like oh, that. at the very end you mean the whole movie though in the store isn't he wearing his boston red Sox hat oh is he yeah i think so there, there are parts where the guy bumps into the kids and he's to the kid and he's wearing the red Sox. Hat. i don't think he would recognize it as his you don't think hat. he'd know his hat no? no i think he would just say there's a kid in the another boston red Sox hat because this is Supposedly, it is the, right. It is yeah, it's supposedly it is. set in Massachusetts, even right. though the kid is saying, like, I could, I, I could, <laughs> if I get enough nickels, I could have a dollar. A dollar. With his Canadian accent, because this is Canadian. It's very Canadian, yes. Yeah, it's yeah. Very, yeah. Um, well, so also, though, like, it's supposed to be like a small town. Yeah. And, um, and Rob Lowe, for being like a really smart guy, doesn't put together that this stuff is all he doesn't put together until the end years later that this right. is this this family is this like right so like his mom uh is taking oh, right. care of the boy like he has like this music these conversations teacher, later yeah right right the music teacher's dying and she's like that's my friend and like and then the boy he buys shoes for the boy who says his mom's dying and he doesn't right. put all this together yeah he doesn't put it all together. And, al and, also, and also, yeah, that's that's a cheat in the movie too. Because why does the kid, at this point, leave the shoes? Like, oh now, yeah, now that he's twenty five or whatever he is, why, 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 why does he decide? Why does he now? say like, I'm going to leave these pretty nice looking brand new shoes, considering the age of them. I'm going to leave them here on the the grave now. 
Like, where's maybe he going? He's, maybe he's going to law school, like, far away. Not law school. Medical school? Yeah. Maybe he's going Maybe that's what away. it is. Yeah. And maybe so he's like, I'll leave, I'll leave these here in town. I guess that, that maybe they <laughs> did explain it. He Well, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't say he's going far. He just says he's going to med school. But maybe it is. Maybe it's, like, far away. He's going to California. And he's going to, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> this is neither here nor there, but as long as we're in the graveyard, that last image where they sh- <laughs> the camera lingers on this cherub on on the tomb and it's kind of oh. like it's this weird, ugly looking cherub. His face like, <laughs> and like it's the last image of the movie. This weird <laughs> carved cherub, and yeah, I'm. That's the second time when he yells, hey, is when, when hey! that guy's pulling out. Yeah, hey, that guy's pulling out in his car. This hey. is a funny thing to linger on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like when, so the, so I'm going to get into some things that, that are okay. funny about okay. that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So the, the kid tell, he tells the teacher <laughs> that he's looking for dirty cans to buy his mom a Christmas present. Yeah. And the teacher tells him, hey, good idea. Good idea. Not a good idea. Ask the kid how many nickels he's trying to save up. We already talked about this with the song, right? Ask him how many yeah. nickels he's trying. What are you trying to make? Are you trying to make twenty bucks? Here's twenty bucks. Can you go spend some time with your mom and stop picking up dirty cans all over the neighborhood, please? <laughs> right. <laughs> he says, "Good idea." The the same dude, the teacher. He goes uh, when he goes over to the mom's house next door, and the lights are on, right? And and yeah. I don't know. I, I want to ask you about this. So he goes, uh, "You left your lights on all night. This is going to cost." to a small fortune do you yeah. worry about like if your lights stay on all no. night or no no they do stay on all night you do you purposely leave them i i i have a little uh dawn till dusk setting on mine and so it just as long as it's stays dark it stays yeah. on and it clicks Perfect. off yeah because you know if somebody drives by at 3 30 in the morning i want them to see my lights Perfect. Yeah. And well, it does not cost. Small me, it does not cost me a small fortune. i look at my I, I i look at my electric bill every month uh you know it's not a small fortune. It doesn't change that much from, from my not, no. October bill. Yeah. Now, I don't leave them all night, but, but I have by accident. You know, it's like, and I don't wake up and go, oh, man. like one no, he time. He made a big deal about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. One time I left my hose on all night and, and it was kind of like not a big leak, but definitely like a small little leak. Yeah. I was pretty stressed out about that for a few weeks until the water broke. <laughs> that would stress me out. Water running out of my hose all night, but it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. I was expecting like ah, that's to your hose. Next to my hose. <laughs> um, there's a mound of cans. Okay, like think about like Charlie Brown's like leaf pile that Linus jumps into with a wet sucker. Okay, mound of cans. This kid has a tiny backpack, and he runs over the cans and he starts putting them in the tiny backpack. <laughs> like, wait, how far does he think he's gonna get? Ten cans? Twenty cans? I mean, there's like a hundred cans there. Yeah. Well, and did the teacher dump the hundred cans there? Yes, he did. Okay, all right, I, that's what I figured. But like, otherwise, yeah, that's I remember. Thought... Remember, he he had the big bag of them earlier. Oh, right, right. And he stuck right. them in his trunk, and so he did. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I was just thinking. I was just as I was reading this, I'm thinking like, wait, how those cans get there? No, right. my my daughter had the same question. She watched the last <laughs> half an hour with me, and she was like, why didn't he just get? She said, what? Actually, her question was, why didn't he just give him the can bag of cans? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. He and I said, well, he, he wanted him to do it all himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's funny. Um, okay. I hope he had his tetanus shot though. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, my the last two things that I liked about this. Movie, okay, right, I thought were funny. Okay, okay. he is five dollars and fifty cents short. He's got all. He sold all these cans. Mm-hmm. He's got all this money in his pocket. He knows how much the shoes cost, mm-hmm. and he goes up there with his money. Oh right! And he right. is shocked to find out that he is five dollars and fifty. Not and a nickel. 
not 50 cents, $5.50 short. How bad is this math? And as if I recall, the shoes were originally $25 marked down to 20, marked down to 20. Right. So (laughs) he was expecting, you would think, yeah, he was really $10 off of what he was expecting to pay. Like he and he's so he's like, oh man! Like did he not? Because they had to force in the song. What well, am I, I gonna do? I know, but like, what about? Oh, and I guess I guess saying like two dollars do it. I guess two dollars. The store maybe the cashier would say like, all right, go. I guess Don't they had to make it, it significant enough that the cashier says no. But he was the biggest jerk. Like in the patent, they make him a jerk, right? He's like, oh. Sorry, what don't you understand? You don't have enough money. And by the way, that guy would be fired for yeah. like for treating a kid that way on Christmas of course. Eve. Yeah. And also would uh, the store be open? I guess maybe. There were so many people. No, I don't think that Eve. store I do not think that store would be open. No. I was like, what are all these people doing on Christmas Eve? <laughs> buy a Monopoly. <laughs> that guy when Robo walks around and picks up like this. And I this. guess I'll buy Monopoly. I don't know. My, <laughs> I don't know my daughter. <laughs> I guess she likes Monopoly. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all right, the last one is when so the redeeming moment, right? So he goes out there, and he goes out to the to the concert, right? Yeah. And there's a choir singing, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's what's going on. That's what everybody's there to see is the choir singing, yeah. and his wife is now leading the choir. Leading right? the choir. Leading the choir, and he goes up to Dalton. He goes, Dalton, have you seen Kate? And Dalton, goes, where could she be? <laughs> Dalton goes, she's over there, and he points to the lady leading the choir. <laughs> yes. I, yes. At that point, I spit up my M&Ms at that point. <laughs> I thought Rob Lowe was a zombie. Like, I thought maybe he was just brain. I thought he was just like a zombie. And he didn't, like, there's like this Halloween 3 sort of like robot yeah. figure. Like, he's no longer, that's not longer his brain. Right. He's just, yeah, he's just this. This, this is going to turn into an M. Night Shyamalan movie where we yeah, find he's out. Yeah, this autonomous being just kind of wandering around his neighborhood, right? <laughs> Where's my wife? Where's, Dalton, have you, you seen me- Kate? You he mean says, yes. this right there, the, the one leading the choir. The she's like waving her arms around. The one around. that we're all here to see. Yes, she's right there. The one in front of all those kids over there singing. Yeah, out, out of a lot of <laughs> dumb moments, I was one of the dumbest. That was great. Um, so, yeah, and look, and I just have to note that, like, you get sucked into, like, oh, okay, I can, like, this is fine. It's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. But at the hour 22 minute mark, when Bobby Newsom kicks in oh, with yeah. his song, oh, man, I can't believe That's they just. Weird. Busted in with the song. Yeah, they're like, we're just gonna play it now. <laughs> we're just, we're just gonna do it. Sorry, guys. Uh, strap in. <laughs> Here it comes. Here it comes. We're gonna do it. Down and down, 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 I buy All right, I got, I got, I got, I got three, I got three points. Yeah, go for it. One is, mercifully, the movie, <laughs> the movie did not force the plot point. Or the, or the song point, I should say, that he was dirty from head to toe. <laughs> I, kept, I, kept, I kept waiting for him to like, fall in a mud puddle or something. I really did. That's what I would have done, to be honest with you. Like, yeah, and, the, and then the story would be like, yeah, the story would be all mad that this dirty kid's in there. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, right. He falls in this mud puddle like, oh, man, can this day get any worse? And then right. he gets there. Yeah. And then so then you get, oh, he's dirty from head to toe. Dirty like, from head to toe. If I wrote seriously, though, if I if I did write the <laughs> the screenplay for this I and it's like you ask me, that's my assignment to be true to this song. He's yeah. got this kid's going to be dirty from head to toe one way or the other. <laughs> no way but, around it. Yeah. I was happy that 
initially I was happy I until I talked myself out of it just then going, you know what? He should have been dirty from it. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing I want to say. Did they even hear the song? I mean, it's right there. Yeah, exactly. Dirty from head to toe. Come on. <laughs> I, I was talking a lot to the screen during uh, these uh, screenings when I was by myself. And one of the things I said out loud in a room by myself when that kid showed up was, there's no way this kid's going to be dirty from head to toe by the end. It's in his contract. <laughs> yeah, he's like, look, guys, I'll be in this movie, but you're not going to put that filth on me. <laughs> Can we talk about page 86 where I get dirty from head to toe? We're <laughs> yeah, because we're cutting that out. Wait, what if you get the Blu-ray and it's got bonus features and he is dirty from head to toe? Yeah. But like Dalton Dalton picks him up and says, you got to take a shower. You can't go in the store. Like my that. mom is my manager and she insists <laughs> that I don't <laughs> appear this way on screen. <laughs> All right. I'm giving a special shout out to the lady who played the dying mom because I thought she was good. Like, oh no, she she's good. like a real actress. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what else she's been in, but oh, I she's know. that's uh Brad Paisley's wife. She's in all she's in uh really? Father of the Bride. Okay. She's uh she's the girl in Father her. of the Bride. Yeah. She's like I mean now she's in like Hallmark Christmas movies a lot, but okay. uh she was in that Nashville Christmas Carol last year, I think. But um yeah, no, she's like a real actress. Yeah. I thought for yeah, for this kind of all of these roles were kind of impossible. Right. To, but I think for, to get her and Rob Lowe in this movie is definitely like a score. Yeah, she was really good. I was, I was like, no, she's good. Yeah, and uh, okay, here's a tiny thing you probably didn't notice. And this is <laughs> the last thing I, I'm de desperate to say about the movie. <laughs> Roblo's secretary gives at the end. Uh, uh, you know, she's she's doing the whole Scrooge thing, and she's going, "All right, well, it's Christmas Eve. I'm Christmas I'm Eve, out. Go. I'm out of yeah. here." But she gives him a present. It's this little box. She hands. She gives it to him. And then, then she leaves. She just uh -huh. splits. Like most right. of the time, you gave somebody a present and say, "Well, you open it." Let's, you know, <laughs> she gives it to it, just leaves. And then I'm like, right. "Okay," and I say, "Okay, this is probably gonna be a plot point." Then he's probably gonna <laughs> open it later and go, "Oh, you know," and it's gonna like tell him something or teach him something that'll help, you know, with the shoes or whatever. We never see that gift again. And, like I'm just becoming Brad Pitt at this point, going, "What's in the box? What is that?" Yeah, I gotta get the. There's gotta be deleted scenes. There's gotta be. I gotta find the Blu-ray. No, I, I really think it was like he. Just, she just gave him a present, and there was there was supposed to be nothing else. But I I made a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm yeah, I'm sure it's what it is. But who knows? Maybe oh, and I will I will say this is a. I, I told you that my daughter walked in in the last thirty minutes. And like, I was like, you don't want to watch this. I'm just going to take notes. And like, I don't, I don't ever watch, let her watch the movies with me. Cause it's this boring thing where I take notes and stuff, but right. she's like, no, you know, she just wanted to be with me, which is understandable. Cause who doesn't? And so I was like, all right, well come, come sit with me. We'll watch this stupid thing together. The movie instantly got better. Like if you have somebody with you to like make fun of it. Sure. Yeah. It's yeah. It's great. And she's good at that stuff. So like, see, that's when we started watching Hallmark movies, right? It was when like right. Connor was old enough to like really get sarcastic about it. Right, right. That was the first time I really started watching them, and now yeah. I can do it by myself because, yeah, yeah. If they're not around, I'll still do it. So. Yeah, we were watching, we were watching it by yourself. You're like, what am, I, what am I doing with my life? What has Mike gotten me into? But then when she came in, I was like, sorry, I was like, okay, okay, this is actually this this is good now. It is good to have someone in your misery, right? With with you, right, to laugh at it and like. Yep. Yeah. 
and every now and then she would just kind of turn to me and look at me sincerely <laughs> and go, "Daddy got a baby shoes." <laughs> <laughs> and then and then her laffy taffy picture is great. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she 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 drew a picture of laffy taffy and wrote. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Yeah, Mr. Can I buy this? Can I buy, buy this, this taffy, taffy <laughs> for my mom? Parentheses, she's dying of cancer. <laughs> and then and the laugh- real laughing taffy is a, a joke in every pack or something. A joke in every package. <laughs> a joke in every package. <laughs> and I said, I was like, that's a perfect way to score some taffy. Yeah. She's become more dark than me at age 10. So. <laughs> she's a good kid. All right, so uh, we are going to something weird. Something weird. Close wrap it out this up. Yeah, with something weird, and I'll I'll, I'll keep this short since we've been we probably kept you. <laughs> so my something weird. I don't know if you've heard of this movie or not. Uh, 1959 movie. that's actually just called Santa Claus, but it's more commonly known as Santa Claus versus the Devil. Have you heard of this? I don't think you know. I don't think I know this. <laughs> okay. It's uh, like my kind of movie. Oh, oh yeah. It's a, it's a Mexican movie. Uh, it's a live action movie. It's gonna, A lot of what I described is going to sound like a cartoon, <laughs> but it's not. I was I was introduced to it from Mystery Science Theater 3000. They did a, they did a riff on it in 93. Okay. Um, and so, yeah. Get, this, I'll track that down. Yeah. It's this 1959 movie, and you can find... You can find the movie pretty easily on any of those like free movie sites because it's a public domain movie. Right, of course. Um, and okay, so the plot is Santa Claus. He's in a castle, as we know from the Rudolph movies, but his castle in this movie is in outer, outer space. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's Santa Claus in space. And the plot is that there's this demon named Pitch who was sent by Lucifer himself to like kill or sabotage santa it's kind of hard to know exactly what he's up to but he wants to do something bad to santa and the way that pitch goes about doing this is to try to convince little kids to do bad things Uh, i'm not sure (laughs) how this works in the master plot but he's trying to convince like these like these boys like break a window which they do sure he tries to convince this little girl to like steal a doll she really likes, and she refuses. So she's like the good guy throughout. Like, no, I'm not going to steal the doll. No. <laughs> and so, like, like that's half the movie. Uh, and also, it, you know, Merlin the wizard gets involved nice. to like help out Santa and give him some extra magic. Uh, the girl at some point wishes. Um, when she wishes for her dolly, she wishes for two dolls because she wants to give one to the baby Jesus. <laughs> uh, it, it ends up being like a Christmas came after all sort of movie. But of okay, so the plot sounds weird enough, I guess, but kind of typical. But the images are just kind of bizarre. So like it's a Christmas movie with this guy in a devil suit. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's kind of like Halloween style devil suit. And the the line from Mystery Science Theater 3000 that most people probably remember is when Crow, Crow T. Robot says, well, there's some good old-fashioned nightmare fuel. So, like, if you ever heard that phrase, nightmare fuel, which people yeah. use a lot these days, that came from that, came from that? episode. Wow. Yeah. Sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure, anyway. I think they coined it. I could be wrong. But I think they did. Um, or at least popularized it. That's where you heard it. It's where I heard it for sure. Uh, and 
Yeah, because there's just so many like bizarre images and like the one that they're talking about when they say that it's just like this creepy animatronic Santa Claus. Um, but yeah, I actually kind of like the movie, and a lot of it is just of course like. You. Well, of course I do. I mean, I because I can watch it straight without the mystery science part. And, um, yeah, a lot of it's just kind of, um, yeah, you're just kind of watching it because you're not really watching it for the story. Like, there's this whole opening scene where Santa Claus is just, like, <laughs> playing the organ for a long time. And the live-action small world kids come in and sing along. <laughs> there's a lot of movies we've been watching lately with all the small world with kids. The small world kids, yeah. Yeah, but this one, this one has it too. So yeah, if, you, if you've never seen Santa Claus versus the Devil, you should give it a shot. Something track down something the MST3K. Weird. Yeah. yeah. And uh, out of the out of the four movies we talked about today, this is the best one. <laughs> I mean, hands down. You can say that about a lot of things. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me. See. They're doing the uh, the marathon, right? The MST3K Turkey Day Marathon. Oh right, right. Um, I don't think they picked the movies though. So that would be great if they would just put that on this year. That would be yeah. very coincidental and uh, perfect for me since now I want to watch it. But yeah, I'll try. I don't know if you have Amazon that. Prime or not, but I think that's where I sometimes sometimes I'll pop it on at Christmas, and I think that's where I've watched the Mystery Science. Well, it. I do have. You can get the uh, the Screen Factory app is free. And right. They, like, yeah, they yeah. have a whole channel and they just play them. And so they just play that. Maybe they'll play right. that on Christmas. Yeah, they probably will. I'll just find it. Um, okay, so don't forget. Um, in a couple days, between now and Thanksgiving, we're going to have our Thanksgiving mix bonus episode, and then um, you know we're going to uh, oh we, new music on Black Friday from Vista Blue, and then after that, then you'll have a new episode again. Our next theme. Is what our next thing is 80s TV specials. Mm. So that's what you're gonna hear to wrap up November. Our last November episode is 80s TV specials. So. 80s TV specials, Ed. You hear that? <laughs> and then that's we only get three left. Look, Christmas is almost here. Yes. Will Christmas come? It might not come this year. It might not. I mean, what's yeah, the so. what's the reason it might not come this year? Then we can have like a then we can say like four more weeks till Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> will it come i don't know yeah I don't, we'll, we'll come up with something we'll, yeah, so we'll but we have to see if it's going to come so stick with us uh snow and south town we'll let you know if it comes yeah we're the only ones who can let you know if it will <laughs> or not or, the, or if it did yeah that's right okay so uh thanks for you know listening keep your bells jingling keep yeah. all the bells all the bells keep them jingling yeah if you find a bell just shake it jingle it whatever you need to do don't forget um, your wallet whatever yeah. you do don't forget that wallet. It's Christmas time. <laughs> Gotta remember your wallet. Yeah, remember right. it. And uh, see you guys next week. It's gonna snow, ho, ho, right here in Dixie. <laughs> All will be white overnight. It will be cold on Christmas Day. Hey, hey, right here in Dixie. We'll do see dough in the snow, so I've been told.
I got a rope. I got hawk hands. I got a tie. I got a copy of The Catcher in the Rye. I got a drum set. I got a phone. I got a pen. And I got a robe. I got an outdoor pizza oven. And I got a cameo from Nick Lovin. I got a hoverboard. I got a drone. I got a laptop. And I got a robe. Thanks for the robe. It's really, really nice. I love this robe, guys. This is great. I got headphones. I got a wig. We got the piano from Big. I got a vintage pinball machine. And I'm going to make us breakfast in my brand new robe, which I love so much. It's really, really soft. Oh, it's on sale. I got a sword. I got shades. We got pairs of rollerblades. I got a Lego Millennium Falcon. And I burned my arm in the oven. It hurt pretty bad, but I didn't even scream because I keep the pain inside of me. stuff too. Who touched my piano? It was an accident! Hey guys, so my name is Brittany and I'm recording my first YouTube video today. So bear with me if I have any technical problems. I'm going to be singing Christmas Shoes by New Song. It's from an amazing holiday movie if you ever get the chance to see it. It's also called Christmas Shoes. Please watch it. It's just so unbelievably sad but it's such a beautiful story. So here it goes. It was almost Christmas time And there I stood in another line Trying to buy that last gift or two Not really in the Christmas mood Standing right in front of me Was a little boy waiting anxiously Pacing round like little boys do and in his hands he held a pair of shoes and his clothes were worn and old he was dirty from head to toe and when it came his time to pay i couldn't believe what i heard him say so i want to buy these shoes Smile and I wanted to look beautiful. 
Vienna. Casual sex and there's not enough here. He searches pockets frantically. Then he turned and he looked at me said, Mama, make Christmas good in our house. Most years she just did without. Tell me, sir, what am I gonna do? Somehow I gotta buy her these Christmas shoes. So I laid the money down. I just had to help him out. I'll never forget the look on his face when he said, Mama's gonna look so great. So I wanna buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shows will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful. If Mama meets Jesus tonight. I knew I'd cut a glimpse of heaven's love as he thanked me and ran out. I knew that God had sent that little boy to remind me what Christmas is all about. So I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. Could you hurry, sir? Daddy says there's not much time. You see, she's been sick for quite a while. And I know these shoes will make her smile. And I want her to look beautiful if mama meets Jesus tonight. I hope you guys have a great Christmas and see you guys later. Bye.